0: Hey guys, this is Thomas Brown and welcome to the Thomas Vision Podcast. I'm a filmmaker currently based in Atlanta and this podcast consists of conversations with the professionals I meet along the way. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast and if you watch this on YouTube, thank you for watching the video. I'm here with the great Jan Hill, event planner uh, here in Atlanta and um, we are going to talk about today how to work with and attract uh, clients from different cultures, different backgrounds. So, Jan, how are you doing today?
1: Doing well, doing well. You keep saying the great. <laughs> <And I'm laughs> well, like, you are. You're, great, uh, to me. You're great to me. You're great
0: to You're great to work with. I yeah.
1: that. That is really kind.
0: Have you gotten the opportunity to work with a lot of clients from different cultures? I have. Throughout the year?
1: I have. Throughout the years, I've done some Nigerian weddings, that several of those actually, some ghanaian weddings, some Asian weddings, mm-hmm. um, Jewish weddings, um, haven't done South Asian well Indian wedding mm-hmm. uh, yet, but um would love that opportunity as well, but I have done quite a few
0: yeah, so for me, I have done um, African weddings from several uh, cultures, mm-hmm. I've done a few. South Asian or Indian Mm -hmm. uh, weddings. I've done a few um, uh, Asian weddings. When it comes to like Japanese Mm -hmm. or Chinese Mm -hmm. uh, culture, no, actually not Japanese, uh, Chinese or Korean
1: uh,
0: cultures, and uh, and of course you know American weddings for you know African Americans Mm -hmm. and um, you know white Americans uh, as well, and and even with those, um, they have a kind of different flow and a different culture to it, and so it's really interesting working it really kind of spices up things when you get to work with uh different uh cultures it really does so i know a lot of people um especially with south asian weddings i I, i'm not sure if you agree would you Mm -hmm. say that those are kind of maybe the hardest to kind of break into
1: probably
0: yeah probably Probably. uh for me uh, the way i got my first uh south asian wedding is that i reached out to a planner who uh, specialized in it. And I got my first Nigerian wedding. I reached out to a photographer who specialized in it. But mm-hmm. at since you're a planner, it, it, it and, and maybe I'm just assuming, but a lot of people come to planners to get weddings. It, it must be hard sometimes for you guys because you, everyone's looking to you to give them work. Um, how do you go out there and get clients from different backgrounds mm-hmm. when you can't like reach out to another planner or anything like that to right. refer you?
1: Well, I mean, of course, you always have goals and and different types of weddings that you want to do. I don't know that I've necessarily specifically Mm -hmm. marketed to a certain group or culture. Um, I think no matter where you're from or what your culture is, that what you're attracted to is my brand and my style Mm -hmm. and everything. And then when you talk to me, we talk about, you know, the culture and how ways to incorporate those things. Um, For me, I think because I've done some Nigerian weddings, it takes one a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, I'm getting another referral for a Nigerian wedding or Ghanaian wedding. And that's kind of how it's been in terms of me getting that business. But initially it comes from them seeing my work or hearing from a vendor or a venue that's referring me based on um, what I've done in the past. And, um, I don't know. I think that when it comes to really injecting culture and um, tradition into different weddings and events, there's ways to do that visually. But again, it's about the experience. So maybe one way of marketing to those groups is by showing, you know, different setups or ways that you've inserted cultural uh, traditions into an event. So that's one way of doing it.
0: And I will say, and I know we talked about this uh, in another podcast, that Mm -hmm. research is definitely your friend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once I did get my first South Asian wedding and a first Nigerian wedding, really research not just showing up and just filming it but right. researching it and learning the different aspects of each part or yes. each festivity
1: yes. um like
0: you know the cola nut you know ceremony um, yes when uh, clients uh, ask me if i did a nigerian uh, wedding or if i have done when i'm able to say things mm-hmm. like that and referencing to their culture they feel a lot more comfortable right. uh, because first of all they know i'm respectful right uh, of their culture. But then I will understand what's going on and I won't miss certain moments that I know will be uh, important uh, to them. Right. Um, Now I I will say, um, I actually just did a Nigerian wedding um, this past weekend, a two day Mm -hmm. Nigerian wedding. So for uh, those of you who are not familiar with it, when you do, I've never done a a Jew. Well, I've done a Jewish wedding, but I haven't done a bar, a um, bar Bar mitzvah. mitzvah uh, mitzvah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, but, for Nigerian weddings, typically a lot of them are two days. If they are one day, I like I've the longest one I've done was sixteen hours, mm-hmm. right? And I would uh, not recommend it because <laughs> you are so sore the next day.
1: Actually, with some of the Nigerian weddings I've done, mm-hmm. we've if they were being held on the same weekend, sometimes we'll try to put a day in between. Oh, we'll. Oh, um, I've done one. I have where to work with had, you. Uh, <laughs> it helps so what much. Was- Just happened to be a holiday weekend. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we were able to have the traditional wedding on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then the white dress wedding was on a Monday. It was a holiday weekend. So that really worked out and gave people a day to mm-hmm. recover because like you said, those, those events can go pretty long. Yeah. Um, I've
0: always done them back to back. Yeah. Always. It's,
1: it, I mean, it's most convenient mm-hmm. for people that are traveling from out of town to try to get it all done back to back, but it's a lot. It can definitely be a lot.
0: Now, now, when it comes to social media, mm-hmm. I know you said that the best way to attract, um, you know, clients from a different race is for them to, you know, see you doing those mm-hmm. events. But if you haven't done those events and you can't put those uh, on social media, I think the next best thing uh, for me, and I've done this uh, several times before, I've went to and went to um, South Asian wedding events. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, when you set up a booth and you're a vendor right. and there and then I've, you know, showed that on social media that I'm mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. at, you know, event, you know, trying. Right. And then once people see that you're seeking to um, work with them, they will, um, you know, start to reach out to you as well. So I actually right. didn't book not one client at the event that I went to. I did one in North Carolina. uh uh-huh. Um, but I put that all over my social media that I was at the event and I booked the client who's seen that I was at the event. That saw that. Yeah. yeah, so um, sometimes, you know, it'll work out like that.
1: But then also... Mm-hmm. Letting people know, like you did before, Mm -hmm. you know, letting people know what you're looking to do and the types of events that you want to have. There's nothing wrong with talking to your vendor partners or um, venues that maybe host a lot of a certain type of event that you would like to do. So letting people know what you're looking to do and then letting them, hey, if you know you have Mm -hmm. someone that is doing this type of event, I would love to be able to be considered for that opportunity so putting it out there definitely and then what you said you know posting on social media um that you're at certain types of events Mm -hmm. um that are diverse like i i want a diverse clientele i've always had a diverse clientele and i like to do different things um sometimes when you're working with the same culture, um, that has the same traditions, then you could be boxed into Mm -hmm. a planner that only does, does those types of events. So I like to make sure that my portfolio is diversified Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, um, that I'll attract people not only. Um, based on the cultural traditions and the things that they see, but just from my brand and my style and see how those things can be incorporated. You know, for, cause we're on the same page in terms of style, um, but then incorporate those cultural traditions and, and things to to make it interesting.
0: You mentioned, you know, that you love having a uh, diverse um, portfolio, you know, portfolio of clients. clients. Uh-huh. So I, I think a lot of people... Uh, may underestimate how important it is to get, I know it probably maybe sound old fashioned, but to keep your website updated Mm -hmm. so that you can show all of the different work that, um, you know, you've done with different um, cultures. Uh, What do you think about that?
1: I think that's very Mm -hmm. important. Um, You know, for me... I love weddings. Mm -hmm. That's not the only thing that I do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my first website, that's all you saw was weddings. But I've started incorporating other types of events um, that I'm doing. So it's important to keep all of that updated, but definitely also on your social media. Um, But showing different cultures, and I need to do that. I just thought Mm -hmm. about it. I've got some other things that I can incorporate on my site to show things that we've done um, culturally. Maybe it's in the food. You know, there's not it's not always in the design, but maybe, you know, you have a client that is from a different place that wants to incorporate something, you know, so maybe we'll showcase the um Beef patties or something mm-hmm. that's served during cocktail hour. Um, I had some clients that were from, well, the bride was from Trinidad and the groom was from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. We had Blue Mountain coffee that was served in little bags for the guests to take away um, at the end of the night. You know, so showing those types of things. Um Had my Asian clients that got married a few years back, their favors were chopsticks and they were displayed really beautifully um, for guests to take home. So there are different ways to incorporate culture that you can showcase online on your website as well as Instagram. And that's what I would definitely recommend.
0: Chan, for someone who's just listening for the first time, what's the, kind of your favorite social media where you would like to be followed? Is sure. it Instagram, Facebook?
1: Instagram. You mm-hmm. can follow me on Instagram at j.hillevents. On Facebook, it's the same. And then my website is jhillevents.com.
0: Hey, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening in today, consider subscribing to the podcast. See you next time.